Hi, I'm Scott Walker. Welcome to another episode of Freedom Fighters. Happy Constitution Day. On September 17, 1787, delegates to a convention of the states approved the language of the U.S. Constitution. George Washington was the presiding officer, and the document was approved by the unanimous order of the convention. Over the years, more than 11,000 amendments to the Constitution have been proposed, but only 27 have been ratified by the states. Remember, we declared our independence on July 4, 1776, but the words of our Constitution and the amendments that followed guaranteed the promise of America. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and to our prosperity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. These are the words of the preamble. They're powerful words. The first 10 amendments to the U.S. Constitution, known commonly as the Bill of Rights, guarantees so many of our freedoms. The First Amendment is particularly important. Congress shall make no law representing an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or bridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. You see, these rights are under attack today, particularly on our college campuses. Last week, Young America's Foundation helped host 9-11 Never Forget Project Memorials on campuses all across the country. Each project includes posting 2,977 flags for each of the innocent victims of the September 11th attacks by radical Islamic terrorists who ultimately feared our freedom. You see, since the program started in 2003, we've helped put up 12 million flags. Students turned out all across the country for the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. I saw so many moving memorials and was honored myself to join the students and volunteers near the Reagan Ranch Center in Santa Barbara. Unfortunately, a few of the memorials were actually vandalized. That's right, vandalized by radicals. For example, students at Michigan State University, in addition to posting the individual flags, put up a memorial with America with an American flag on it and the words never forget 2,977 lives. But after they did that, vandals spray painted the word Israel across the flag and covered up the word never so that it just read forget 2,977 lives. Now the good news is the activists, our YF activists, rushed out to fix the memorial and had it up and going by later that day. But even worse, a senator in the student government at Washington University in St. Louis actually destroyed the memorial at his school. He was told by campus police to leave the display of flags alone the night before, and he still came back early on Saturday morning and actually bagged up all the flags and threw them away. So far, the university has taken no disciplinary action, and the leader of the student government actually supports this vandal. So much for free speech and respect for individual property. State law in Missouri is clear. This student should be arrested and charged with a Class D felony for his destruction of property. This case raises two important issues facing conservatives on campuses these days. First, we have to fight back to protect our freedom of speech, which is guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution. Let me be clear. 
we will not back down. Second, we have to counter the left-wing indoctrination happening in our schools and colleges all across this country. They're teaching young people to actually hate America. Those of us with vivid memories of what took place on 9-11 can't even imagine people not having incredible reverence for the innocent lives that were lost that day. Like many of you, I can still remember exactly where I was when the planes hit the towers. I can remember where I was when they reported the World Trade Centers were falling to the ground. I can remember the fear that more attacks were coming and that somehow we had entered into another world war. Most of the members of Generation Z, however, were not even born on September 11, 2001. And those who were don't even have any memories of them. All they know, all they know is what people tell them. Let me be clear. We must never forget what happened that day. Equally as important, we must never forget who did it to us and why, why they did it to us. Let's be clear. Radical Islamic terrorists targeted symbols of our freedom. In New York City, the World Trade Center represented economic freedom. The U.S. Capitol and the White House, which were the likely targets of United Flight 93 that went down over the fields of Pennsylvania, they represented our political freedom. And the Pentagon might represent our ability to protect ourselves from those who would seek to take our freedoms away. On September 11, 2001, they picked these targets and murdered 2,977 innocent people to try and terrorize us and our allies. We must never forget. So today, today we must remember that freedom, freedom is endowed by our Creator, defined by our Constitution, and defended each and every day by the men and women who wear the uniform of these United States of America. May God bless them all. Happy Constitution Day. Until next time, I'm Scott Walker. Keep fighting for freedom.